show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Ambi. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Happy Monday. Of another work week. Envy is back. Yes, I am back. What's it's happening? December. Envy, you're back just in time for Jay Z's birthday. I knew you was gonna be back you just in it. time to deride Jay Z for knew his it. day. Okay. I got my mix ready and everything. Today. Uh, you should, cause you do a Jay Z mix four or five times a year. So all you gotta do is play one on his born day. And what's wrong with that? Drop one of Clues bombs for Hov. He's 48 years old today. There you go. All right. The, be- the like life age is a blessing. It is. All right. You don't realize that when you're young. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you, don't it is realize, a you don't realize that when you're young, but trust me, uh, you will appreciate every year as you get older, now, especially if you got something to live for. Evie yeah. is back from a two-week vacation. Yes. You went to Bora Bora. I went to Tahiti. I also went to Bora Bora. You uh, took all the change for change money. Well, not all of it. How much of the change for change money did you spend I on Bora I didn't take none of the change for change all money. I know is, is All I know is when we present this check to Gathering for Justice uh, next week, all next the money week, better yeah. be accounted for. It'll be there. I didn't touch any of that money. I went out there for two we weeks. We can't touch it. Yeah, we, it, it didn't go to us went straight to them. Yeah, I had an amazing time going for two weeks. It was actually my daughter's uh, Sweet 16. She didn't want a birthday party for her Sweet 16. She wanted to go away and have different types of memories. So we went to uh, a place called the Brando, which uh, Marlon Brando bought this private island like in the 70s, and um, they put villas on it. Amazing. That's where Barack Obama uh, wrote his memoirs, Oprah Winfrey. She goes there all the time. It was just an amazing time. It was real quiet, real calm, not too much going on. And then after, we went to uh, Bora Bora in uh, in Bora Bora, Four Seasons in Bora Bora. And that's when it was activity time. You're talking submarine scooters. You're talking swimming with the sharks and stingrays. You're talking jet skis. Anything we could possibly do on that damn water, we did. And if I could have extended my right, vacation TMI. another <laughs> week, I'd have stayed another week. It was amazing. It was the most beautiful place I've ever been, ever. Ever, well, ever, ever. I already got plans to take my daughter to Chick-fil-A for her 16th born day, okay? <laughs> She's not All 16 right. anytime soon. She has a lot of time. She got a it long might be way a new to go. Franchise, Seven years. Then. I'm going to shut it. I'm going to own a franchise and have it open on a Sunday for her on her 16th born day. Now, if you pull that right. off, that's amazing. You have it open on Sundays. I'm there. God damn right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this. You've inspired me. Now, Ashanti <laughs> is coming today. Drop now, one of the clues bombs for Ashanti, damn it. Well, now, will we find out why you are blocked on social media from her? Yes, I need to know why I'm, I'm blocked from Ashanti. Because Ashanti has been to the Breakfast Club before. You know, I don't she know has. why people don't realize that this week, actually, I think the 6th, the Breakfast Club will be on for seven years. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you can tell when we have acquired Wednesday. new listeners because when we post that Ashanti's going to be on the show, they be like, finally! Well, she's been, she been there like twice already. Well, she's been there twice? Yeah, but yeah she's, she's been there twice. Before. She's been there twice at least. Ashanti's been there at least twice. Okay, and you're only blocked on Twitter, right? I'm only blocked on Twitter. So I'm like trying to figure out why because Mm -hmm. she's been here twice already. How we've did you a, insult Ashanti? We've had a good, we've had a good rapport. He's been good with Ashanti. He says she looks beautiful. Well, he talks about her all reason. the time, so I don't know why. Um, I'm pretty sure I criticized her vocals at some point. I'm sure that's in, probably in my it. Life. Yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah, it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? 
Oh, another one. We'll talk about somebody who is renowned and famous who is now being accused of several sex abuse claims dating back to the 60s. Goodness gracious. All right, let's get it cracking. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Are you guys still watching football? I'm just curious. Um, I'm going to be honest. It depends if my Cowboys are winning or not. I'm on a week-by-week basis. All right, well, let me give you a recap. Seahawks beat the Eagles 24-10. Vikings beat the Falcons 14-9. Ravens beat the Lions 44-20. The Patriots beat the Bills 23-3. 49ers beat the Bears 15-14. Packers beat the Bucks 26-20. The Jags beat the Colts 30-10. Dolphins beat the Broncos 35-9. Jets beat the Chiefs 38-31. Titans beat the Texas 24-13. The Chargers beat the Browns. The Saints beat the Panthers. The Rams beat the Cardinals. And with Geno Green starting as Giants quarterback, they lost 24-17. I thought Geno Green was the guy who used to do all the clothes that Pat Pusha No, Geno Smith, you're right. Oh, I was about to say, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Geno Smith. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now let's talk about, uh, what are we talking about, Donald Trump? Okay, yeah, we started talking about Donald Trump now. This is awkward. He honored Rosa Parks. He tweeted a video of himself honoring civil rights icon Rosa Parks. Here's how it went. A brave seamstress in Montgomery, Alabama, uttered one word that changed history. Nah. When a bus driver told Rosa Parks to hand over her seat. She looked him in the eye and she told him, nah. no, she was not going to give up her seat because of her color or the color of her skin. Rosa Parks remained strong and stayed in her seat to defend the truth etched into our Declaration of Independence that all of us, regardless of the color of our skin, are created equal by God. Now who put the gun oh in his head and gosh. made him do that? It's yeah. not like he's standing down painful. the barrel of a gun. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> all right, well, Donald Trump also went on a tweeting, like want to say, nah, nah, a tweeting nah. spree over the weekend, and that's all because of the former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn pleading guilty to lying to the FBI about his contacts with the Russians during the 2016 campaign. Now, it all started Saturday morning with a tweet that now uh, Donald Trump's attorney, John Dowd, is saying that he wrote. He said, I had to fire General Flynn because he lied to the vice president and the FBI. He has pled guilty to those lies. It is a shame because his actions during the transition were lawful. There was nothing to hide. Now, if he really did tweet that out, the problem is that the day after he did fire Flynn, he asked the FBI director, James Comey, to see if he could find a way to let this go. So that would mean that he knew that he knew that Flynn had lied to the FBI and was asking for him to let it go, which would be obstruction. Yeah, that'd be a charge of obstruction of justice. Mm. All right, so we'll be seeing what happens today, but he went on a whole entire tweeting spree over the weekend. Now, also over the weekend, really sad story, Lowell Hawthorne, 57 years old. He's the founder of Golden Crest. Yeah, this is sad. He has a whole empire. He opened the first Golden Crest in the Bronx in 1989, and since then he has more than 120 stores. And he also has a whole Golden Crest empire. It's uh, d- other different beef patties, chicken patties, and other things that are sold in more than 30 states and distributed in schools and jails in New York City. He took his own life. Now, they have surveillance video that shows him shooting himself in the head at his office inside the Golden Crest Bakery and Warehouse mm. in the Bronx. So... A really sad situation. He employed a lot of his own relatives at the business that he started, and they said he left a note in which he apologized to his family. Mm. He was a married father of three sons and a daughter, so he started with just one Golden Crest and then managed to make that into an entire franchise, more than 20,000 supermarkets, more than 120 outlets in nine different states. We met him, too. He came up here one time and delivered some uh, beef patties, and we actually met him. They said 
his family believes possibly because he might have had some tax, tax problems. Issues. Yeah, or they're something. saying that he was being investigated mm-hmm. by the feds for evading millions of dollars in taxes. I did meet him a couple of times. Great guy, did a lot for the community, and Mm-mm-mm. you know they're Listen, saying man. that although he's a great entrepreneur, you never know what somebody's going through. Right, that is true. But you can't make permanent decisions based off temporary feelings or temporary situations. I promise you, whatever trouble you're going through in your life, it does not last. Trouble does not last always. I don't care what it is. Right, it is, there is another side to that trouble. So right. really sad and a rest in peace. And I got to tell you about the Met Opera suspending James Levine for claims dating back to the 1960s. He was just a really famous conductor, one of the most famous conductors ever. And according to different statements, there's uh, three men who have come forward saying that he was grooming them to molest them from back then and doing who things like... Who was James like, Levine? He was a very famous conductor from Met Opera. Uh, super, super famous. He was supposed to be he conducting like a the New Year's Eve performance. What does a pedophile look like? Him? Okay. <laughs> One man who came forward said he sexually assaulted him hundreds of times and he would do Sheesh. things like masturbate together. He looked these... like the cut, the tape. Look how oh his head, because you can tell the way somebody's head balls, right? <laughs> if it balls like that in the middle, like Sherman Hemsley, but then grows out, oh my. guarantee you they didn't touch somebody. Oh they ain't right. got no business touch. Goodness gracious. Take me back to Bora Bora. That's front page news. Now get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Or if you feel blessed, you want to spread some positivity, 800-585-1051. And also, happy birthday. It would have been Chinks Drug's birthday today. Rapper Chinks Drug from Queens. So. Damn. Who's the Chinks, man? Rest in peace. It would have been his birthday. All but right. Get Jesus it off your chest. Christ. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Tony. Hey, Tony, get it off your chest, mama. Um, I'm well. I want to say thank God and bless waking up this morning. Amen. But gotta get off my chest is me and my husband haven't seen his child in three weeks, and you know you got bitter baby mamas out there. I don't want to see their ex happy and moved on, and this girl's keeping the baby over there. And we just gotta pray that our little girl's okay and safe because this baby mama, she's ugh. Damn, it's Christmas time, holiday season, and she not letting him see the father? This man has been in her child since the day she was born, so, so I don't know why she acting like this man's not in her child's life. Yeah, she, she'll be calling in a couple weeks. Christmas right around the corner, trust me. Damn, <laughs> sorry, mama. Hello, who's this? Hello? Hey. Yo, this Envy? Yeah, what up, man? Get it off your chest. What's good with you, Envy? Uncle Charlotte, Aunt Yee? What's, what's good, up, brother? What's happening? What's up, bro? Hey, man, I'm calling to get this off my chest. Yo, yo, I'm blessed. I'm, my name's Josh, by the way. I'm blessed. Because I woke up this morning every 24 is a blessing. I'm calling to get this off my chest because I went in for an interview at a Panera Bread. And the manager told me straight up out of his mouth, he said, I can't give you employment because of your dreadlock. Whoa. And now, oh, now that's yeah, discrimination. That's discrimination. Yeah, yeah that's straight up. Crazy. So look, and he didn't, I can tell he didn't know, he didn't even look at my resume online. I worked at the Ritz-Carlton, Roos Chris, Maggiano's. Like, you know, I got a nice little resume. I'm only mm-hmm. 23. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You always got to hear both sides. Well, How do you dread okay. smell? You said what? How do you dread smell? I'm clean, always. He said he clean. Just, I'm just making sure. That's all. Because I wouldn't want nobody with stink dreads working for me either. Oh, fake. Oh, no, sir. I said stink. Mine, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, bro. You couldn't yeah, get the job, Yeah, that's whack. You should um, try to sue or something. Yeah, I'm going through the process right now with the EEOC and everything like that. So hopefully, nah, I can nah, get nah. How the hell he gonna out. see? How the hell he gonna sue if he's trying to get a job at Panera Bread? You think well, he got money to sue? Well, how you go from Ruth Chris, Chris to Panera Bread? It was just a part time. It's a secondary thing. 
Okay. okay. Well, All right, bro. we commend you for working so hard still. Thank you, bro. 800-585-1051. I'd rather work at Ruth Chris. But I'm just, I'm she be, said it's just a part-time. Uh, I'm going to be honest, though. If a, if a manager t- tells you that, then there must be some type of policy in place. There can't be a policy for dress. Yeah, they can't it's tell not, you no, can't No, not for hair. dress. Not you for sanitary at a fast food no, place? No, not at all. Nah, you just, yeah, you just, just, you, first of all, you have to wear something over anyway. Regardless like of what kind of hair do you have. They might be super long, though. They might can't put it in a bonnet. Yes, you can. Well, get it off your chest. 800 Call us up right now. (laughs) It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's shaking Envy. I don't even want to say my name, man. It's the big homie, though. It's the big homie. But shout out to my son, Christian, man. He, he He doing good in school. He got good grades. And know like I'm gonna tell you something, my brother. If you got a son, you can't be calling yourself the big homie. All right. What, some, you, what you mean? You're somebody's father. Okay. What you're somebody's you, listen, dad. I, I heard you, but that don't got nothing to do with the negative. You feel me? The big homie is just the big homie. You feel me? That's acknowledgement. Why you not acknowledge just be? Me. Why not just be big daddy? What? Nah, that's that's all. <laughs> pause. Hey, yo. He's already a big daddy. Wow. I also want to get something off my chest. Go ahead, bro. All right. So. I, I don't know if you guys seen the video with Bunk. He he jumped on a, uh, the God table in New York City. Yeah, I did, that. I did, I did. I just felt that was so disrespectful. But I want to say this. it's not. I'm not even mad at Bunk because he got to do what he got to do. No, he don't got to. No, 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 no. He don't got to do what he got to do. He don't have to do that. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not mad at Bunk because he got to do what he got to do to get noticed. People don't want to notice you. But I am mad. I am mad at these artists in New York, like the King of Brooklyn, Mano. I'm not calling him out personally, but like Mano, why you not saying nothing? Why are you not going to stand up and say something like, yo, that's not right? Da, 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 da. Only artist that ever stood up to bunk and said something was New York. I mean, it was Trav from Queens. So all I wanted to say was for y'all New York artists, y'all got to start standing up for New York and start, you know what I'm saying, doing y'all thing. For it ain't even just about New York. Bunk going to get his ass kicked. Something bad going to happen to Bunk. And I'm not wishing bad on him. I'm just telling you that when you put that kind of energy out there, it comes back to you. Ten times over. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Or if you feel blessed, you can hit us up at any time. Don't forget, Ashanti will be joining us next hour. And we got rumors on the way, E? Yes, since we're talking about Cardi B, let's talk about a new single that she has coming out. We have a snippet of that for you uh, coming up. Oh, you got All a snippet right. of her new song? Yeah, she was playing it. Oh, I didn't even hear it. On right. Instagram? We'll yes, get sir. into that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Yes. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Salute the bum-ass Post Malone. That's his uh, song, Rockstar, mm-hmm. featuring 21 Savage. I only like that song because of the beat in 21 Savage's verse, by the way. All right. And also, happy birthday to Hove. Of course, we're doing a Hove mix, right? So I asked Charlemagne what's his favorite song. He says, never change. One of them. I mean, it's, that's a hard question I when know, you I ask couldn't think of one what's right Jay-Z's away. favorite record. There's a Jay-Z song or a Jay-Z bar for every situation Absolutely. in life. But when you said it to me, the first thing I thought about was uh, never, never change. change. Yeah, yeah. Right. As he, he says, anything with Beyonce. I said, on the run with Beyonce. <laughs> huh? Goodness gracious. The song, on the Out run. Out of all songs, you like anything with Beyonce. Part two. Okay. All right. You don't like that song? Right, not really, to be honest. I love right. that song. <laughs> not really. That's, That's probably right. one of my least favorite old songs. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Cardi <laughs> B. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. 
Well, everybody's waiting for this next Cardi B single. She's been featured on a lot of songs right now. She's got three songs in the top ten. Mm -hmm. She has a new song that she's on with Juicy J, but her song is actually scheduled to be released on December 15th. Her next single is called Cartier Cardi, and here's a little snippet. Were they playing it at a club or something? She was at a performance and they oh, she was played like a snippet of it. Yeah, played well, a snippet of it. Nobody well, had heard it yet. Two things I don't like to hear records like that because you can't get a good gauge of how the record sounds. Not at all. And number two, I don't like release dates for singles. Like I, I feel like it, t it puts too much expectation on it. Just put it out. Well, she's excited, I'm sure, to put out her new single. I'm not going to tell her how to do it, whatever I, she's I doing. I guarantee you people are already saying it's whack and they haven't even heard it yet because that's just the way the world works. Is it called Offset? It's called Cartier Cardi. Oh, Cartier Cardi. All right, now Nas and Khalees have been having some issues, and that is because Nas is reportedly saying that she is keeping his 8-year-old son from him. According to The Blast, he said he's tried to work with her over the years, but she only allows him to see his son when she feels that it's convenient for her. He said for months at a time, Khalees will refuse to set up time for our son and me to spend time together. So he wants to have their own schedule with certain weekends that he gets to see his son and also make sure that he gets to spend Father's Day and spend their individual birthdays with the child as well. Well, so, that's sad. I just thought that Niles was low-key discreet with his child like I am with mine. You well, know you, see, you see a lot with, with his daughter. I just thought that I thought that child was a lot older. I didn't know it was she, he was only eight. Eight is old. I thought he was like 15, 16. No. I thought it was a long what? time. I, I could have sworn. Khalees and Niles was just yesterday. No, First of all, it? they got yeah, divorced man. back in 2010. That was, that was just seven years ago. Oh, I, the they were married for older. five years. So, and it, it was hard for him too because he had a whole child support thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, he had told MTV previously, he said, Life is crazy. I wound up paying more money to baby mamas than what some of my rap brothers and sisters make. I've always been away from too much limelight. And that right there put me in. You know, everybody's probing into his life, he said, once you get into the game. So he said, people weren't thinking I was making that kind of money, and now they knew. I was always low-key with it. In a lot of ways, it was hard with people being all in your business, and it was just ugly. Divorce can be crazy. Kids need both parents, man, unless one of the parents is on crack or uh, mentally unstable. Other than that, kids need both parents. All right, DJ Khaled just celebrated his 42nd birthday, and he had a party that Diddy actually hosted and threw for him. Thank you for the invite, too, Diddy. <laughs> so, yes, a lot of people showed up to that. It was Fergie, Chris Brown was there, Pharrell, Wiz Khalifa, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, Jamie Foxx, uh, Jimmy Iovine was there, Kelly Rowland performed Happy Birthday. A lot of people were there. Assad was there, of course. Yeah, I looked mm -hmm. at the pictures. I got anxiety just looking at them. Wow. I, I just did. I was like, oh, my God, I would have been sweating so hard in this room. Then there was a dance-off with Jermaine Dupri, Usher, Khaled, and Tiana Taylor. You could have did that. You could have jumped into that. Yeah, you could have been at the dance-off. Mm -mm. Pants-off, dance-off. I did get an invite, though. Salute to Diddy. Thank yeah. you for that. Mm -hmm. All right. And I saw Seven was out there uh, saying that she came to the party just to see Assad. Really cute picture. Hey, listen, man, I had people hitting me up telling me that they was at that party. Salute to Nori. And, and the only thing I could think was... Well, how was Salt Bay's food? Exactly. Forget who was Salt there. Bay's Don't tell me food. about who was there. How was Salt Bay's food? You know what Nori told me? What? He didn't touch it. I was like, how you go to a party with Salt Bay serving food and you ain't eating nothing? He was like, Cause it was beef. It was all beef. Oh, yeah, beef. I can't eat that either. Mm. That definitely Did got you me. Did you consider hopping on the plane to go to the party? Bay. No, yeah. absolutely not. Not for <laughs> no party. If I was already out there in L.A. doing something, I'd have went, but no. All right, and congratulations to Chanel, Iman, and Sterling Shepard. They got engaged Congrats over the weekend. I don't know who these people are. Plays for the Chanel, Giants. Chanel, Iman, supermodel, Sterling Shepard plays for the Giants. 
You oh, saw okay. Chanel Iman. She was in the movie um, uh, Dope, if you oh, remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great movie. Yeah, she's yeah. a great uh, supermodel now. She's 27 years old. He's 24 years old. She posted on Snap, a night full of tears or happiness. I'm beyond excited, full of tears of happiness. I'm beyond excited to spend the rest of my life with Sterling Shepard. Well, you are my soulmate, my best friend, my everything. Can't wait to be nice. here. Well, congrats, Sterling nice. Shepard. You got nothing else to do when your team is trash. When your team is trash, you ain't got nothing else to do but propose. Drop one of the clues bombs for Sterling Shepard for being so bored this season. Because the Giants suck. It was more than being bored. He's in love. Congratulations. Well, that too. That too. That too. You're really right. Cute. But the Giants right. do suck this year. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. When we come back, Ashanti will be in the building, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Ashanti. Good morning, Ashanti. Hey, good morning. Now, we've been dying to get you up here because Charlemagne is devastated. <laughs> what? What happened? Apparently, you have him blocked on Twitter. <laughs> I've been heard about this for a while. I'm be honest with you. I've been heard about this for a while. I'm like, why did Ashanti have me blocked on Twitter? A week. All right, look, we're gonna make a choose right now. Let me unblock you but right why was I now. Blocked? Just this Charlemagne, <laughs> you know, this was like I don't even know how many years ago. Whenever that, whenever my Braveheart album came out around that time, you know, you was talking reckless. But you came here after that. I know, but I yeah. forgot after that. Joe <laughs> <laughs> <Still> was blocked. <laughs> it's cool, though. You're in good company, Ashanti. He's blocked by a lot of great people. I am. Chili, Birdman, uh, Wendy Williams. Who else got me Amy blocked? Schumer. Amy Schumer. A lot of people. Oh, but Because I, I, I love your Instagram. And then He's I, not blocked there. I'm not blocked there. And then I noticed I was blocked on Twitter. So I stopped talking about the Instagram because I was like, I don't want her to block me on Instagram. <laughs> She's like, you're going to see all this greatness. Do it. Here, unblock yourself. <laughs> unblock yourself. You send myself a DM while I'm uh-uh. <laughs> but, how, but how are you, Ashanti? I'm great. I, I always feel like the brand of Ashanti should be way bigger because you have such star power. I appreciate that. What dots do you think haven't connected? Um, I think a lot of things um, happened beyond my control. Obviously, being a part of a record label that was federally indicted you know, and having associated with that and everything that came along with the extraness that I was a part of, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it affected it, you know what I'm saying, beyond my control. And without having an amazing team, I think things would have went way under. Got you, got you. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Um, I never say, you know, somebody's struggle is, is worse than another's, but... As far as myself, in comparison to a lot of my peers, had someone else gone through what I've gone through, I'm not sure where their situation would be. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's funny. You know, we, we work really, really hard. And a lot of people forget about a lot of the stuff that happened that was beyond my control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think we're in a great place, especially with the climate. You know, again, in comparison to where some of the other artists are that I came out with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's been 15 years since you put out Yo, your first album. Crazy. And to still be putting out music and have new and people care. That's Yo. a big deal because a lot of people don't make it that long. Absolutely. Especially in this climate. You know, mm-hmm. you have a new artist coming out every two weeks. That's you know fact. what I mean? So it's crazy. I'm super grateful. And when you speak of your team, it's like just you and your mom. So mm-hmm. is it is it difficult to navigate the game with I guess just women present? Um it's different. It's mm-hmm. a different kind of battle, you know. And along with my mom, I have my attorneys and my team, you know. I have other people, you know, with us. 
slow. You know what I mean? So my sister. So it's like it's a well-rounded force. But, you know, we're like the the not the mom and pop, but we're like the, the hands-on crew. Gotcha, it's gotcha, family. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So that passion and that hunger is different. You know, when 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 it's your mother looking out for you, it's different than someone that you're just paying to do a job. It's Absolutely. a different kind of passion, you know, and I feel like that's why we are able to progress and do what we do. You know what I mean? I feel like you're not very vocal about the many other different things that you're doing. You know, like you've been producing for television. You have the movie. You've been acting. Mm -hmm. And you have a lot of things going on, but it's not like you. I feel you do interviews and you talk about it, mm -hmm. but I know sometimes people really like go hard. Yeah. I kind of feel like maybe you're too humble. You know what? My my team says that. <laughs> they do. They do. I mean, some of it is I am humble. I'm a humble person. And some of it is, honestly, I, like, I don't have the time. I like to be hands-on with everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm really putting my pictures up. You know what I'm saying? You're on really Instagram. blocking I'm real... people on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really blocking people. I'm really tweeting. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I don't get a chance to do as much as I would like to. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But... You know, it'll come. Now that the record is out, right? It's a lot to talk about. A lot of interviews to do. We've been busy all week. When you do, when you do uh, <laughs> records like Say Less, is it hard to make new music because you do make so much money off y your old stuff, just performing? Mm -hmm. So, what's the motivation to make new new records? I mean, as an artist, you always want to evolve. You always want to try different things. You know, I have a fan base and 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 core people that really genuinely appreciate what I've done. So, you know, the fact I, I kid you not, a kid. Hit me on DM yesterday and just got my name tatted on his shoulder. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the fact that people embrace me like that is always going to motivate me. Mm -hmm. You know, I never lose the hunger. I'll never lose the passion. You know what I mean? I love what I do. So when I go on stage and can hold the mic out and hear 10,000 people singing Foolish the same as I did 15 years ago, that's never going to go away. You, you and Jai tour a lot together. Y'all hang together. Is, is there ever a part of Ashanti that that wants to uh, stop being associated with Murder, Inc., so to speak? Um, Not so much being associated with Murder, Inc., but everything that happened that led up to the indictment. And the, that, that it was a black cloud for a long time. You know what I'm saying? So all of the negativity that came with it, you know, you become guilty by association. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's not... I will never be able to not love and appreciate everything that I've done with Murder, Inc. Always my family. You know, we made history together. We will always be connected. You know what I mean? So, but the negative energy that came with it, with the indictment and, and, and the beef and all of that, you know, you don't want, I, I don't want to talk about it all the time, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like I have to, to remind people what happened. Mm -hmm. You Did know it make what I'm you saying? a dark person? A dark person? No. I mean, I was... <laughs> I was like, I ain't got nothing to do with this. Right. Why, why is all these sponsors pulling out of my? You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was a lot. There were so many deals and th like things were just doing this. You know, there were yeah. so many huge partnerships that were like on the come up right around that time. And everyone is like, we love you, but we're gonna have you to can't do this right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna have to yeah, wait yeah, until yeah. this settles. You know what I mean? Did you feel like maybe you and Jao after all that happened? Did you question if you would ever really, like, go on tour with him again? Or were, did you feel like, I just want to be disassociated, period? Was there a period of time you felt like that? See, I'm a Libra. And I'm loyal to a fault. Mm -hmm. Sometimes too loyal, you know. And it was never about disassociating myself with Ja and feeling like we could never tour. Because, again, 
we have we've made history together. That's mm-hmm. never going to go away. That's that's our child. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like it's never going to go away. So it, it was never a feeling of I don't want to be around, but it definitely was. Hello, I'm over here doing rock with you. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you know, it, it was it was a very hard position to be in. And even with me feeling like that, I showed up to the court. I supported. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So regardless, it shows. And to this day, hello, right. we on tour now. Right now. You know what I'm saying? So and it's funny because me and Ja are way closer now than we ever were. Mm-hmm. Ever. Those are the politics of the game people will never see, though. Because in people's mind, they're just like, oh, Shanti just fell off. But they, right. don't, they don't see the politics of... Hello. No, you lost sponsors. <laughs> people pulled out. You might have had yeah. TV gigs on the table, movies. Who knows? You have no idea. It was a, a gut-wrenching feeling and experience to wake up to a lot of those emails and just the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you are, quote-unquote, guilty by association, mm-hmm. something you had nothing to do with. But, again, with me being a loyal person, that's just who I am. I'm never going to let somebody just be off on their own and we've been connected you know, I'm going to go through the ups, the downs, the peaks, the valleys, all of that. You know what I'm saying? All right, we got more with Ashanti. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Ashanti in the building. Charlemagne, what's happening with the movie Stuck? Stuck has been stuck in production for a couple <laughs> of years. But um, <laughs> it should be coming 2018. Super excited about it. I executive produced the film. And it's basically about seven different people from seven different cultures and walks of life being stuck on a subway in New York City in the summertime. Oh, so that don't sound fun. Uh, you can imagine all of the stereotypical and the frustrations, the names calling and all of the stuff that happens on that train. And it's crazy because when we're shooting a movie... I felt like the message needed to be heard then. Like, it was super relevant. Now it's super relevant. <laughs> That's what I'm right. saying. Now yeah. it's just like, yo, people really need to hear and see this because I feel like we've come a long way, but we got so far. Well, I think a lot of men are just realizing now a lot of the things we were doing were rape culture and sexual assault culture and sexual harassment culture, especially in hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? We were just raised a certain way, like objectifying women, treating women a certain way. And I think now we're getting older and we're looking back like, yo, we was we Well, was you're seeing wilding. a lot of people that you looked up to getting in all types of trouble. Yeah. And that doesn't help at all. And I think for women, too, sometimes things happen to us and we don't realize how inappropriate it was at the time. Sometimes we're like, okay, Fact. I'm going to just ignore it and keep it moving or mm-hmm. this is just part of what comes with the business. And it shouldn't be. I was in a situation where this producer who's super dope, super talented, has a gazillion number ones. He was trying to, like, take me out. You know what I'm saying? And if you do this and, you you know, if we go out, I'm going to give you all of this for free. Oh, he's trying to wind I'm you. just like, what? That's or crazy. Son, you, you know that's never going to happen. So... Right. So then he's like, all right, well, I need 45000 for this one. I need wow. fifty for this one. And it was just like, what? You know, um, he didn't understand that I had, you know, a bunch of big brothers. And at the time, you know, he had to get handled. And that smoothed on out. But it happened. So why are we protecting this guy, though? Like, need, <laughs> I, you know, I'm saying it's like guys like that need to be aired out so they don't do it to the next person. Because everybody's oh, not going to sure be Ashanti. Oh, I'm sure he's yeah. done it. Everybody don't have big brothers like Ashanti. Some women <laughs> going to fall for that. Mm-hmm. And it's very unfortunate. And I hope they don't. You think the, the music industry is definitely next, right? As far as... Well, it's already started. 
I mean, it's everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell Simmons yeah, had to step down yeah, from yeah, companies yeah, yeah. that he founded and separate himself from the Jeff comedy on HBO. Wow. They took his name off of it and everything, but he voluntarily has stepped down because women, and these are, you know, women coming forward that they have a lot to lose. Because as a woman, you have a lot to lose, too, when you accuse somebody or say they did something if people don't believe you. Yeah. Or if they say, well, I don't recall it happening that way. That's not what happened. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, that affects your business. Yeah, now, yeah. Absolutely. How Crazy. normal is that occurrence, Ashanti? You would be amazed. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> At the amount of the surface fluff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... I've been raised, and, and I'm smart enough to not fall for it and recognize it immediately. Like, oh, okay, I see where he's going. Um, we're going to play this game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it happens often. It's like somebody's always going to try and throw it out there just to see where you stand. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm but saying? But you know what? I don't know if there's a problem with trying to throw it out there, but it's a problem when you're trying to abuse your authority and power that you but have. But see, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, let's let's go to the studio. You know, let's let's listen to some records. And then it's like, yeah, come to my hotel. Let's do that at the hotel. Why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I mean by they try to throw it out to see where you stand. You got to be getting that more now, though, because I'm not going to lie, Ashanti. Your Instagram got you popping because you are really getting better with time. And well, thank you. Everybody in this room, at least all the, all the guys, we comment on your Instagram at least once or twice a week. I'm dead serious. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you maintain, like, you know, image control, because you are a beautiful woman, but you also want to be taken serious Absolutely. as a businesswoman. <laughs> Absolutely. How do you, like, maintain control of that image? How do you know, like, I'm going to give you this much, but then pull back a little bit? Um, Again, I think it has a lot to do with just a mindset, you know, and just being a boss and in being an empowered woman, which kind of bleeds into the whole Ciroc campaign and everything mm-hmm. that I do with Puff. You know, when we were talking about it, you know, Puff came, we were at a we were at a, a, a party in Vegas, and he's like, yo, I want you to be in the new Ciroc commercial. And I thought he was playing, you I know. I hear Ciroc. Huh? I hear Ciroc oh, in the background. Oh, there it is. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, Diddy. Little French vanilla on <laughs> Who told Diddy Ashanti was going to be here? <laughs> That's what he does, you know. I promise you. Diddy is something else, bro. But, um, and what it turned into, he's like, you know, I want you to be a part of it. We ended up shooting, and he's like, yo, I want this to be like, your Boderic moment. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that I'm coming out of the pool with the bikini on and all of that, as a female, it's like it's my choice. You know, I've been in the gym. You know what I'm saying? I've been working. I've been on my green juice. You know, I want to be in a bikini and I want to see, hey! (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I just, I want to, I want to make my decision to do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's important to kind of encourage women to embrace your power in a respectful way and make that decision on whatever it is that you're trying to do. Yeah, because we did see that video that went viral, which I know you've talked about with Joe Button and academics mm-hmm. and the desk on, on everyday struggle. Mm-hmm. That you argued about. It wasn't really a conversation. They argued. It was we argued. argued. We debated a little bit. But I had he, my side. He had his side. But then, he said he, but then he said he was playing, which I didn't understand. Like, if you was joking, why even be that serious about it? I think I had a valid point, mm-hmm. you know, um... Mm-hmm. He had his his view, and uh, academic had his view, and, you know. I was watching that, and I said to myself, I've seen instances where men have been performing and somebody threw money on stage. I'm trying to remember who it was, and they got so mad. It turned into, like, a whole melee because somebody was coming. But I do feel like sometimes when people do that, when you're an artist and a performer, it is disrespectful. Don't throw anything on stage. That's where I'm coming from. That's where I'm coming from. Because you don't know what could happen, what liabilities, what happens if one of the dancers fell. Mm-hmm. Who paying for that? <laughs> <laughs> you, know right. you think the fan was trying to be offensive, though? Or he was just trying to be part of the show. 
Um, there are a lot of different stories that I heard um, backstage because we had two shows that night. And that was the first show. So after mm-hmm. the first show, we had a break. People came backstage and was like, yo, we're so glad you did that. He's a big drug dealer and he has a strip club and he's trying to get you guys to come down there. You know, and that I was like, <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? Should, the fans are rewinding that video right now. Should we have done dealer. more? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it came from... Again, this is... I don't know him. I don't right. know anything about him, where it came from. You just knew somebody was throwing money. Right. And and I would look at it as he's front row. He paid his money to come and see the show. So you're assuming that that's a fan. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So initially, that's what you think of. And then when you hear other stories, then it's like, okay, let me think about this woman. You know? So gotcha. I... I that's what I know. All right, we got more with Ashanti when we come back. Matter of fact, let's get into Ashanti mini mix. Let me know your favorite Ashanti joint. It's the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Ashanti in the building. Charlemagne. Now, Ashanti, going back to the uh, performance where the guy threw the money on the stage now, were you, are you scripture shaming people? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that's what I wanted to make very, very clear. You know what I mean? Like, I have respect for any female's hustle. At the end of the day, if you're doing what you need to do to provide for your family, your baby, whatever it is, I'm never knocking females. I power women. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? So that's the one thing that I wanted to make very clear. It's not about me stripper shaming or anything. Were, were strippers upset? I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make it very, very clear. You know, because any part, anybody that knows me knows I'm not a judgmental person. Mm-hmm. You know? Granted, in the beginning, like the very first time I went to a strip club, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was just, it was it was a shock. It was a surprise. But just growing and, and, and understanding and just growing up as a person, it's like, oh, okay. And now, you know, I have no problem. Right. I was I was at, what was it, Starlets with Starlets, uh, yeah. Envy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to make sure that people understood it wasn't about that. And I don't think that it went there, but I'm, as a female, I just want to make it super clear. I, on Everyday Struggle, too, you use, like, an analogy with a, about a doctor because you wear a stethoscope. It don't make you a doctor. So. Right. I was just saying, you know, if I had on a stethoscope, would you like me to operate on you? Does that mean that I'm... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I just, you know, I was just trying to make it clear. But again, my You got to be careful with stuff like that. Because if you wear a stethoscope and ask guys, you know, we're going to operate yes. on you, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you make more money off publishing the shows. Your mom was like, don't answer that. <laughs> it, probably varies, it probably varies from year to year, I'm sure. Yeah. It, it's, that's hard. Um, I'm blessed enough to have it from both ways. I say oh, that about everybody. That, <laughs> or at least the, the, the people that were actually putting out music on Murder, Inc., for whatever reason, you, Ja, even Irv, you've never heard about them having money problems. Right. Like, so, I don't know what, clearly, somebody told y'all what to do with y'all money back in the day. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And people don't realize a, a lot of your writing credits. Yeah, it's funny. I was at Billboard the other day, and I was being interviewed, and um, this guy, Kevin, he was, like, running down the stats and stuff, and he was like, oh, you're the first woman in music to blah, 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 and the first woman to do this. And then he talked about the three records in the top ten, and I said, well, actually, it was four because wow. I wrote Ain't It Funny for J-Lo. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't get my credit, but I wrote it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know. Did you get your check, at least? How do I say this? Yes. 
<laughs> We're working on other things to make things complete. Yeah. But yes. Why wouldn't they give you your writing credit though? Because I was new. Wow. Ain't it funny? I was was I even signed yet? I don't even think I was signed yet when I wrote Ain't It Funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was young. You didn't know no better. Right. And people would still do that today. Oh, 100%. Give somebody a song just to, you know, get it going. Absolutely. And you had a um, song that Jay-Z was supposed to be on. Jay was supposed to be on Foolish. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. That would have been a whole different song. Yeah. This is what happened. Obviously, I wrote the verses. Irv made the call to Jay. Like, yo, I need you to come and get on this record. He said he played it for Jay. Jay loved the record. He was on his way to the studio. Mm -hmm. Then Irv said, you know what? Nah, we're going to do something different because... That's the typical R&B move. You're going to carry the whole record on your own. And I was like, I don't have any more to say. Like, I'm done. I wrote the verses. I wrote the hook. I'm done. And he forced me to go in there and write the bridge. And he was like, yeah, you got to just do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like some crowd participation. And then I wrote the bridge. And he called Jay and said, nah, never mind. I wonder how Jay took that. Is that your biggest song? Foolish? Cause then you had to do unfoolish. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it is. Mm-hmm. How do you avoid like uh, I guess keeping your relationships out of the spotlight too? Cause you don't ever hear Ashanti like uh, rumored to be with a whole bunch of different people. It's always like one here, right? Then one a couple years later, <laughs> like it was Nelly, and now it was like James Harden. I think we heard this year. But right. how do you keep all that private? Cause somebody taking those pictures when you be on those beaches and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't always mama. Oh my gosh! I mean. <clears throat> I'm just real low. That's all. <laughs> how does somebody get to go out with Ashanti? Like, how do you meet people? Is it somebody hooks you up? If you think about the last couple of dates you've been on, how did it happen? Could it ever happen from a DM? Um, See, it's weird. I don't know. I'm not really interested like that at mm-hmm. first, you know? So sometimes kind of happened through like a DM, Twitter kind of situation. The pursuit was long, mm-hmm. you know? The pursuit is is long before I'm actually exchanged real numbers and actually gonna go somewhere. So yeah, you happens. gotta put that time in. Yeah. Do you date regular guys? <laughs> is there a UPS worker out there who got a chance? <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> mama like, <laughs> like, we work too hard. All right. <laughs> Mama <laughs> Does a regular guy have a chance? I mean, I don't know if a regular guy would be able to understand the industry. Because listen, the industry dude has a problem understanding the industry. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, yeah, I'm at the studio. It's two, three, four in the morning. Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, 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 there's guys here, but mm-hmm. so what? You know what I mean? So you offer me free beats. What should I do? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, it's hard for industry athlete. It Conceptually, sometimes dudes have an issue when a female kind of runs her own. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that I am the boss and I do make the rules and, and yeah, I'm going to be at this event and I'm going to be, and yeah, this guy might want to take a picture. You mm-hmm. can't be mad at me or have an issue with me because of that. You said you're loyal to a fault. Did you reach out to Nelly when he got in his situation earlier this year? Just mm-hmm. to say? Mm-mm. Oh. I'm just asking. I don't know. That's inappropriate for her to do that. You think so? Let's say you all right? You got arrested? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Did you see that situation? What did you think of it when you saw it? <clears throat> Say less. There you go. <laughs> Don't fall <laughs> for it. <laughs> She's like, I've been doing this for over 15 years. You're not going to get me to get a quotable. That's going to be the headline. Right. <laughs> Listen, TMZ tried it. Mm-mm. Oh, they ran up on you over oh, there? Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I missed that one. Mama shut it down? <laughs> she wasn't there. That okay. was crazy. That's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. I thought I was in the cut. You actually had to interview Nelly at one point after you guys broke up. No, I didn't. You didn't? That was before. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess they played it after. Yeah. That was, a, I was actually a while before. Is mom like the security blanket? Like, does she make you feel the utmost comfortable in every situation? Um, yeah, but it's not like a necessity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could definitely handle my own. I think my mom intimidates other people. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel the heat coming yeah. from over there. You see, right y'all now. taking it really light today. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> How do y'all handle each other as far as, like, business, though? Do y'all have, like, real conversations or arguments? Or, mom, I don't like this. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we have arguments. We have disagreements. You know, I was just saying this morning, I said... Because she's my mom, sometimes I have to hold my tongue. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if she was just a re- like a manager and we weren't related, maybe I'd use a different tone. <laughs> you know, but because she's my mom sometimes. But she doesn't take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. You know, if something happens, you know, we, we talk about it. And we don't have paperwork. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. It's not like... <laughs> we, don't, <laughs> we don't have paperwork, so it, that's a different kind of bond. That's a different level. Have you, know you ever mean? threatened to fire her? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, Ma, you want to team up with... Uh... <laughs> nah. nah. And even if I did want to team up with someone or bring another person on, Mom's always going to be a part of the situation. You know what I mean? So... She knows she doesn't have anything to worry about. Well, Ashanti, thank you for coming. Thank you. Stuck is out next year. It's The Breakfast Club. Thank you. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Got to send uh, some happy birthday. Shout out to Chinks Drugs, of course, Far Rockaway Queens. Also, to Chinks. Pimp C. Today was Pimp C's. Would have been Pimp C's birthday. And also. No, I think the day is the day Pimp C died. No, it was his birthday. No, let me look. I think you're wrong, brother. Today is the day Pimp C died. You know how I know? Because I had an anxiety attack the day Pimp C died. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. right, right, right. I had an anxiety attack the day he died because I drank two Red Bulls and um, I thought that something was wrong with me and I thought I was going to die too. So I went to an emergency room. And what did they say? No, it was the next week I went to the emergency room. Nothing. I had drank two Red Bulls. I was all crazy. But in my mind, I thought that I was about to have like a heart attack or something. I remember, I remember that vividly. Drop on the clues bombs with Pimp C. One of the best to ever Absolutely. do. It, then. then, of course, today's Hov's birthday, too. Today's Hov's birthday. birthday. And Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. They gave uh, Jay-Z a really beautiful cake from the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know if you guys saw yeah, that, cake that cake with all the different memories on it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Eminem. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, recently, Elton John was being interviewed, and he talked about a present that he got, a wedding gift, and that gift was from Eminem. Check it out. Oh, yes, from my marriage. I got this package from Eminem, and shows you how homophobic he isn't. We had two diamond-encrusted <laughs> rings and <laughs> velvet cushions. <laughs> I have to say they have remained unused. Oh. 
See, we've been talking about those uh, rings that go around your... Yeah, but they're not diamond encrusted. I ain't putting no diamond encrusted cock ring on. That's rich. I'm saving that. That's (laughs) that's something to put in the safe for later. Right. Ah, boy. Times get hard upon the cock ring. Welcome back. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Big Sean is going to be doing a collaboration album, a joint album at Metro Boomin. It's called Double or Nothing. I'm here for that. Okay. Yes. So that should be pretty exciting. Now, Big Sean said, sometimes ego gets you in trouble. You got to be aware enough to have your teammates around. And he said, to try to do it all by yourself, that's the ego talking. So, I'm here for that. Big Sean and Metro Boomin haven't missed in a while. I'm here for that. Yeah, they did bounce back together. Now, Metro Boomin said that he was born in 93. He said a lot of projects from that era had one producer, maybe two. They sounded more cohesive, better as a whole. So should be exciting. And Metro Boomin's been doing a lot of partnerships, a lot of joint albums with people. He did 21 Savages, Savage Mode. He did a joint album with Offset from Offset the in 21? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear it. All right. A woman says that she was assaulted at French Montana's birthday party last month. Now, they have re- uh, put out this 911 call. A woman said she was drugged and then assaulted. Here's what happened. Yes, in French Montana's house, they gave us drugs and they took our shoes ma'am? they kicked us out. Can you guys come here? I want the cops here. I, I don't know where you're at, ma'am. French Montana's birthday party. I don't know where French Montana's birthday party is. What okay, it's in Calabasas. These guys tried okay. to rape us. Okay. They literally kicked us out naked and they hit us. I have a purple eye. Please, I'm trying to like literally press charges on them. Literally, I just basically got raped. Oh, boy. All right. Now, TMZ did obtain this call, but what happened is the police were called to the house, and they arrived on the scene. They didn't see any evidence to back up the accuser's claim, so they did leave without making any arrests, and there was no mention of French Montana being involved in these allegations directly, so he's not the person who was accused of anything. Allegedly, they said two girls were fighting at the party, and the girls were asked to leave, and when they were asked to leave, that's when they called the police. I'll just say allegedly. All right, now Master P is looking for some actors because he is going to be doing a sequel to his 1998 movie, I Got the Hookup. So he does want to get some people who are not yet known in this business to star in the movie as well. So he's doing an open casting call on social media to find actors to fill those big roles. Everything, okay? What happened to that Master P movie Charlemagne, you were supposed to be in? I think it probably takes a while. The Master P biopic, it's still happening. It's still happening. Yeah, Yeah. probably taking a while. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, to come together. And not supposed to be, and I'm going to be in it. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I'm playing uh, Master P's uncle, so by the time this movie comes out, I'll be I'm, I'll be ready. They'll be ready? I'll be really ready. Okay. I'm Uncle Charlotte now, but I'll be really ready. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Reports. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Who are you giving your donkey to? Listen, it's a political pundit named Kevin Jackson from Fox. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with him, because I don't understand how you can get on television and complain about false narratives, but then proceed to paint false narratives yourself. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes, donkey today for Monday, December 4th, goes to a political pundit on Fox News named Kevin Jackson. Now, get my teacup ready. Uh, Kevin Jackson is black, and he's a contributor on Fox and Friends. Now, Kevin Jackson is highly upset that Sports Illustrated presented Colin Kaepernick with the 2017 Muhammad Ali Legacy Award. Drop on the clues bombs for Cap winning that. All right. Let's listen to why Kevin Jackson is so mad. Let's hear it. Look, Kaepernick is no Ali, and the idea that the left 
continue to want to sell this lie to America that this man stands for something that's ha that supposedly is happening in this country that's not, just shows mm -hmm. you that the left will never give up on this narrative. First of all, it's Muhammad Ali, a person who actually did stand for an oppressive Democrat-controlled government. Mm -hmm. But now we've got these, these kids who believe that they're being oppressed. And, and I would defy you, take any of these kneelers that, by the way, should all get the same award because it's worthless. It's just a participation trophy. But take all of them and compare their lives to what Muhammad Ali and the, and the blacks of the past went through in fighting real oppression, and you get an idea of what's going on. All right, let's unpack this, as the intellectuals say. Let's unpack this, all right? Uh, Kevin Jackson, just because you win an award named after a person doesn't mean that they are saying you are exactly like the person. Is there a comparison between Muhammad Ali and Colin Kaepernick? Uh, that's debatable, but it's different times, different eras, different levels of oppression, but it's the same old fight against the same old wicked system. And Kevin Jackson, you're getting on Fox and saying that there is no oppression going on, saying mm. there is no injustice going on is exactly mm. why Colin and others are kneeling to bring attention to the oppression and injustice that African Americans are facing that so many people like you don't want to acknowledge. Now, the one thing you can say about Muhammad Ali and Colin Kaepernick is that they both stood for something bigger than them, period. All right, they both made sacrifices to their livelihoods and careers because they chose to stand for something. One quote that comes to mind when it comes to Colin Kaepernick and Muhammad Ali is stand up for something even if it means standing alone. Because oftentimes the one who flies solo has the strongest wings, okay? Those brothers both stood on their square for something bigger than them, period. Now, Kevin Jackson can have his opinion on if Muhammad Ali and Colin Kaepernick are alike or different. But the reason Kevin Jackson is getting donkier today is because he got on Fox and Friends and told a straight-up lie. See, we are all familiar with Colin Kaepernick's pledge to give a million dollars to various organizations. Well, according to Kevin Jackson, every organization Cap has given money to is a radical group. Let's hear it. One of the things about this award, Brian, is that they say it's a philanthropic award. Colin mm -hmm. Kaepernick gives money to terrorists. So look at, look at the people he's donated money to. These are radicals in many cases, very anti-American, ethnocentrically racist black organizations, and again, built on a lie. Okay. Wow. Let's look at some of the radical groups. Oh, my groups. gosh. Let's look at some of the radical groups Cap has donated to, okay? Uh, Silicon Valley, the bug, uh, he gave them 25 grand. You know what they're about? They're about uh, healing and strategic planning for California families who have lost loved ones to police violence. Look, uh, Mothers Against Police Brutality, that's another organization he gave 25 grand to. That money went to train and provide resources for response teams to immediately provide comfort and support for families when law enforcement kills a community member through. Uh, uh, CAP has also given money to the coalition for the homeless okay wow. he's giving 50 okay. grand for, he's giving 50 grand to that terrorist organization called meals on wheels <laughs> all right <laughs> okay he's giving money to somalia famine relief none none of these organizations have ties to radical views or movements by the way so here's the thing kevin jackson you are upset because you said liberals and democrats are spinning a false narrative about kaepernick being like muhammad ali well you are spinning a false narrative about the organizations that kaepernick is donating to if i was those organizations i would sue you you called Meals on Wheels radicalists? You called Dream. Dream, all right? A radicalist organization. Cap gave 25 grand to Dream. You know what? You know what the money went to? Paying for baseball and softball supplies. College trip for students, food and overnight lodging for the kids, money for bus expenses, money for laptops. But you said Colin Kaepernick gives money to terrorists? Play, play that clip one more time, please. I want I want I want to hear how hear how liable this is. Play it again. 
one of the things about this award, Brian, is that they say it's a philanthropic award. Mm -hmm. Colin Kaepernick gives money to terrorists. So look at, look at the people he's donated money to. These are radicals in many cases, very anti-American, ethnocentrically wow. racist black organizations, and again, built on a lie. Kaepernick are you dumb? Kaepernick should definitely no, so. Listen, how can you go on a rant about people creating <laughs> false narratives and then proceed to create a false narrative yourself? All right? In fact, that's not a false narrative. It's a lie. A straight-up falsehood, and it's slanderous, and it's liable. And Kevin Jackson, you should be sued for defamation of character. I'm serious. Every organization that Colin Kaepernick has donated to should collectively come together and sue Kevin Jackson and sue Fox and sue Fox and Friends. Okay? Honestly, please give Kevin Jackson the biggest hee-haw, please. Yes, and, and if you if you you can always go to you know knowyourrightscamp.com and look at every organization that Colin has donated to the Dreamville Foundation, the War on Children, United We Dream, a hundred suits for a hundred men, all the Asada's daughters in Chicago, a group that focuses on black female empowerment. All of these people you said. Mm -mm -mm. Are radicalists. All right. All right. Don't die dumb, people. How Please. can you dislike somebody so much to just make straight up lies up about after them? After. And to negate show. the great work that they've been doing in the community. You may not like him for whatever reason, but you can't deny the fact that he's been doing a lot of charitable work. You created a whole false narrative after going on a rant about people creating false narratives. My goodness. He should be sued. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, thank you for that, Donkey. Today, when we come back, shoot your shot. All right. Now, if you want to holler at a coworker, uh, a friend, a neighbor, we can help you. If you ain't got the, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. If you ain't man. got the energy to do it by yourself, we can help you. Uh -oh, in light of everything that's been going on in Hollywood, I don't know if shoot your shot is a good idea anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be. What? I don't know, bro, bro. It's okay to ask somebody. They can ask. They just yeah. asking. Hey, Louis C.K. was asking, too. All right? Let's be clear on that. Harvey Weinstein was asking, too. All right? I don't know if we don't know if they were asking. the limit of what they were doing. They were... I don't know. He they masturbated in front of people. That's different than that's asking That's shooting your shot to some people. <laughs> that's shooting no, your shot to Louis just took shooting your shot to all different not. level. All right. I'm just telling y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. Well, if you like to respectfully ask somebody on a date, how about that? Yeah. Shoot your shot next. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Are you ready? It's time to shoot your shot. Time to shoot your shot. With The Breakfast Club. This is your one chance. Don't mess it up. 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 We got Tyler on the line. Tyler, what's up, bro? Hey, how are you? Hey, who you want to shoot your shot with, man? Let's get right into it. All right, his name is Omar, but uh, people call him O. His name. And why his do they name, call yeah. him O? Why uh, do they call him O for sure? Because he gives him the big orgasm. Ooh. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a big O. You should see him. Oh, he's, he, oh, he looks like a big O. He fat. Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, no. What? No, no. <laughs> he gives you a big O. You're not making no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. when he bends over, that's how... Oh, looks like, come on, cool. come on. What are you talking about? The big O is an orgasm, okay? He could be big, like Super. fit in shape, big. Got you. Now, wh why do you think that that the big O will even like you? Uh, well, we've known each other. We've been hanging out a little bit, but like just as friends. But I definitely like sense like a, I don't know, like a flirty kind of thing. Like flirty, like how? Like grab butt flirty or a wink flirty or rub ass on a flirty? Like how? He winks. He texts. He texts me a lot. Um, what does he say to you? Come on, know. read me it's some of those vibe. texts. Read me some of those it's, texts. 
He just hits me up all the time. Like, hey, what are you doing tonight? What are you doing tonight? But is it like he hits you up like he wants to get with you vibe? Or is it just a we friends vibe? I don't know. I, I want to see more than friends. But I don't know. I definitely sense like a chemistry between us. Is he gay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would think so. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Because what if he's not? Just Even if he's not gay. You can change I'm his just mind. wondering. <laughs> Stop it. Or his behind. Whatever. <laughs> Have you sent him a picket of yourself? Naked. Naked? No, stop. Now, that's, don't do that. Don't, yeah, that's... He might have did it already. I'm asking if that's, he did. That's a little no, much. No, I, I, I have not done that already. He's not done that. Okay. All right, so how are you going to approach this? Because we're going to call. From behind. <laughs> we're going to approach from behind. Why are we so immature? Here? I don't know, Tyler. I mean, just, uh, what's I the plan, like, Tyler? What are you like going to say? We take one step forward, we take one step back. Okay, but I understand I, why Envy shot that shot. It was right there, wide open. Why wouldn't you take it? All right. Now, I'd let's, open. let's call O right now. Okay? All right. Call and listen, him. Tyler, I need you to be more confident sounding. Well, I, I'm kind of nervous because I'm. I don't know how to. Let's have that. a plan what in place, okay? About? Let's have a plan. All right. Well, the thing that I've been nervous about is that I, I, I didn't mention that he's black, and I've never been with a black guy, and that's kind of what this is about. Whoa. Oh, oh, my man. God. Come on. It's oh, 2017. Yeah, all right. First all right. Of, uh, right. Look, Tyler, practice on Charlemagne. First, well, first of all, Tyler, you need <laughs> yes. to remember. I'm going to tell you one thing that should boost your confidence to the utmost. You ready? Your name is Tyler. All right? There's another Tyler out there named Perry. He has no problem approaching men, and you shouldn't have <laughs> one either. <laughs> all right? Are you ready? But, but Tyler, practice on Charlemagne. Yeah, yeah. Let's say Big O is Charlemagne. Call him Big Charla. I just want to hear your game. How, what would you say? Go ahead. Let's try this. Uh, so we've been hanging out a lot, and I got to say, I'm super attracted to you. And oh, well, thank I, you. I wouldn't mind getting to know you a little, a little bit more. That's well, perfect. You, you, Give already, you already know me. That's you got to give them compliments. We, like we hang out a lot. I've been watching you. You look very sexy when you wear black. Like, I mean, don't gotta, tell me just about my physical appearance. Tell me about my mental. Okay, tell me how about how I make you feel. Do you like my energy? Hmm. <laughs> this is getting awkward. I don't see why you're funny. This, why is, this is getting funny. awkward. Tyler, you hold on. All right? Can when I quote, we come back? Can I, I have the, somebody here who could be your first black man? <laughs> listen, can I quote the great RL real quick just to see? Go ahead. I wonder if he knows I'm right now. All right. All right. You know what? See, this is serious. Tyler is very serious. Tyler, when we come back, we're going to get the big O on the line, and we'll, we'll try to help you out. Thanks, guys. Now, come on, Tyler. More confidence than that. Hold on, Tyler. All right. When we come back, we're going to call Big O. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Tyler on the line. Now, Tyler's about to call Omar. Let's get right to it. Tyler, what's going on? Oh, hey, what's up, Tyler? How you doing? Pretty good. <laughs> what's going on? Oh, just just hanging out, you know, just chilling. What's uh, what's what's good? What's going on? Uh, so I kind of wanted to talk to you about something. All right, what's up? Well, I know we've been hanging out um, as friends, and I right right kind of got to admit that. I, Got a little crush on you. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Uh-huh. And I don't know. I've just been thinking about you a lot, and I don't know. Kind of wanted to. <laughs> well, let boy, you, know, I guess. you don't. You don't got to be scared. That's all right. You know, I. I think you're pretty cute too. So, uh, sounds like we might need to do something about this. Ha <laughs> ha Player players. It's what I like to hear on a Monday morning. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Hi. Good hey, morning. Hey, Tyler. Hey, O. Uh, Tyler. What's going on? This is Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, and DJ Envy, and we are uh, talking to the hottest new couple on the block, T.O. Yes, Tyler has been wanting to shoot his shot with you, Big O. Oh, my gosh. You guys. How you guys doing? We are fine, but not as good as you're going to be doing later, honey. Not as fine as you from what we hear. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to be doing real good. They don't call me Big Ten for nothing. You've been waiting on this. You seem like you've been waiting on this. You seem like you've been waiting for him to, like, you know, make a move. Yeah, you know, we, we've we've met through mutual friends and we've been hanging for a little bit and I always thought he was a little cute. I just I just kinda wanted to play it cool and see if he might uh, you know, reach out to me and here we are. Well, in the words of the great RL that I wanna quote again, I wonder if you can tell <laughs> that Omar's <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh my, oh my. All well, right, so where y'all go where y'all going on this first date? <laughs> Mm. What do you think of? Something exciting. Take it easy on him, Big O. <laughs> yeah, all right. I won't, I, won't, I won't violate him too much. Whoa. Wow, I didn't say to violate anyone. Jesus but... Christ. Now, see, y'all just took it somewhere that I didn't Come need on. to hear. Now, I, I'm trying to be a good man. You know what I'm saying? A good Godfearing man. You talking about violating people. Now, I just thought we were talking about penetration. All right. Well, listen, good luck to you guys. Y'all have fun together. We're going to check back in with you in a few weeks and see how it goes. T.O., the new couple on the block. Time out. Oh, my goodness. Turn over. Oh, my goodness. Turn over. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck, guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. All, All right. right. Have a good you one. Up, okay? You too. Oh, this is great, man. We made something happen. This is positive. This is good, okay? Through all the and giggles, we made a love connection. Yeah, we, we sure did. All right. All right, that was Shoot Your Shot. Keep a lock. Rumors on the way. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ I don't know what that was, He's delirious. I was a little beige ballad you just sang to the people. What the hell was that? Oh, my God. Morning, everybody. It's the Breakfast yeah. Club. Man, he's he not even really happy to be here. He talked about he wanna he wish he had another week of vacation. I did. He's not really here. He wanna spend more to change for change money. I all I that know is for change, when man. we present that check to the Gathering for Justice next week, all money better be accounted for. Okay, Mr. Bora Bora. The change for change went straight to the cause. I didn't touch it. it. Has nothing to do with me. All right. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to the rooms. Let's talk Dame Dash. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Dame Dash is back in the news again, and that is because of these allegations that he slapped Harvey Weinstein. Now, Cameron mentioned this in his Once Upon a Time song. Check it out. No disrespect in the ladies' words from my team. That's the reason Dame smacked Harvey Weinstein. On the set of payment for y'all gave him hell about it. All right, now if you remember when Cameron was up here, he was saying part of the reason why Peyton Full didn't get promoted the way that it should was because of that alleged smack. Well, here is what Damon Dash said happened. I've never really liked the way Harvey treated my culture. I didn't like the way he talked to people. I didn't like the way he was treating my film. You know, everybody knew what was going on, and I just always chose not to work with him. And I always wanted to punish him publicly so people knew he was weak. And if I feel that somebody's hurting other people, then I'm going to make sure that other people know to watch out for him. The answer to the question is yes, somebody did get smacked on that set. I got sued over it, but I won. Harvey was someone that was trying not to put out my movie, and I had to really get aggressive with him to make sure he did right by it. And had I not fought for the movie, you would have never seen it. Paid in full was a classic. Drop on the clues bombs for paid in full. Classic, classic cinema, okay? All right. Now, Entertainment Weekly sat down with The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, talking about the Fast and Furious spinoff. 
Yes, that's still happening. And he said it's been a challenging process because I feel like my intention from day one when I first joined the cast was to hopefully come in, have fun, and create a character that people will hopefully like and try to elevate the franchise. But in the process of elevating the franchise, I've always thought in order for this to have real longevity and legs, we should spin out and create characters that can live on their own. So that's what he said to Entertainment Weekly. About the spinoff now, that will be in theaters July 26, 2019. And then Fast and Furious 9 is scheduled for April 10th, 2020. I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie in my life. You haven't? Not Are one. you inspired to watch? Nope. I've never seen one either. Since it's been nine. Not it's one time. I've never seen one either. Once franchises get to like number nine and once seasons of TV shows get to nine, if I never watched, I don't feel the need to jump in and get involved. I'm a car guy too. I just never I was into it. I'm surprised that you in. I just was never into it. I missed out. And I'm definitely not watching it if Tyrese is in the next one. <laughs> yeah, why you don't answer Tyrese? Now, Tyrese, Never. Tyrese hit us in the group chat. Why you don't reply? Oh, he did. Okay. Reply. Nope. Is he what did he trying say? Because he's trying to act like ain't nothing happened. He's just jumping back in the group <laughs> chat like none of this has happened over the past couple months. And then he, this is Tyrese's new number. Nigga, I know. I'm not replying on purpose. <laughs> he doesn't reply. <laughs> well, he was with his daughter, so that's good news. Congratulations. Over the weekend. Congratulations. All right, Reverend Al Sharpton, you know, he visited Meek Mill in prison in last weekend and he had some things to say to TMZ about that trip and how impressed he was about Meek Mill saying that he wanted to be more about more than just him here it is I was very impressed that the issue he wanted me to express was that it was bigger than him that people get probation violations for the most minor infraction and that if they can do this to him imagine all of the thousands and tens of thousands I mean he doing he, it I'm 90% sure people are doing it because they know it's bigger than Meek Mill. It's, it is about the justice. It is about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So he said, Papa a Willie, get you two to four years. First of all, they didn't even press charges. He never was charged with a crime on it. Police said, no, we're not going to go for it. So you're telling me goofing off will give you two to four years. If you make an example out of someone by being harsh and breaking a system, then you are, in fact, making it worse, not better. You're supposed to be protecting the public, not making it worse on people in the public. So what's going on with him now? What's yeah, next? Wasn't he supposed to get a bail hearing or something? Yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen right now. They're still working on all of that and, you know, dealing with the judge and the harsh sentence that he got from that judge. They've been saying the judge had her own personal vendetta against him. So we're waiting to find out that information. We, we're going to see if everybody got that same energy a couple months from now. If they can keep the whole free Meek Mill thing going and the, 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 the rooting for Meek. Let's see. Let's see if two months from now y'all can keep that same energy up. All right, LL Cool J is the first rapper to receive the Kennedy Center honor. So congratulations to him. It's America's highest achievement for any performer. Drop on the clues bombs for LL Cool J. That's dope. Alongside LL, Lionel Richie, Gloria Stefan uh, also got the honors. And it's top secret, so you don't even know that you're going to get that honor until it happens. Now, he posted, I believe that we are built to do anything we put our minds and proper actions to. You have all the tools inside you that are required for you to fulfill your God-given purpose. This one is for those who came before me and those who followed me. We were sent to this planet to love and inspire one another, manifest our dreams and make them a reality. I hope you're inspired by me because I'm absolutely inspired by you. Listen, LL is a legend, man. Ain't nobody absolutely. ever disputing that. Now he okay. got that at the White House, right? Uh, where did he, was that ceremony? I don't know where he was so at. I seen something that said, thanks Trump for not going, so I just assumed it was the White House. Yeah, I think usually the president goes to it. Oh. But I think it's at the Center for the Performing Arts, the John F. Kennedy Center. But. Okay. I could be wrong, but I think that's where it is. Now, that ceremony is going to air on CBS December 26th, if you want to check him out there. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
Oh, God. Listen, it's the holiday season. Why did you say, <laughs> oh, God, like that? Because, no, my goodness. because I see a bunch of Ciroc coming in here again. All right. Okay, I'm not mad. Who is this from? Is this from Diddy again? So Mr. Combs wanted to make hey, sure... Get on the mic. Hey, get on the mic. I, Mr. I Combs. You can tell all Diddy's employees. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mr. Combs wanted to make sure that we uh, gifted you guys with something. Uh, Shanti came through and said she had some great drops as well. Uh, so we want to make sure that you guys have a chance to try the Ciroc French Vanilla. It's going to be crazy for the rest of the year. We're kill- kicking it off with a lot of holiday stuff. Hold on. Is that one gift basket? This is one gift basket. So you just gave, so you just I'm about to say, I know good and well nah, nah, nah. Diddy ain't coming here with one gift basket <laughs> for three people. Share. You got to share? Well, bring no, the other two in. We got, we got the rest for you. What's in here? It's Some right? Godiva um, chocolate. It's a very nice packaging. It's it like is. a, a trunk. All, all the that, flavors that, of Ciroc? Nah, nah. The, French, the French vanilla chocolate and the French vanilla. Really? Wait, there's a chocolate Ciroc? Listen, So we're mixing chocolate. French vanilla, so it's a lot of like French vanilla and coffee. Oh, That's okay. There was a chocolate. I'm taking that for the holidays. For the holiday I'm taking that. I'm cool with that. Yeah, because it's, you know you have people over at the house. You can regift. Nah, you talk. Nah, I didn't even think about that. You think about that. That's a dope gift. All right, thank you, sir. He's gonna regift. All right, thank you, thank you. Why is Charlemagne the only one that has one? make sure I got He said he got two more out there. Okay. That Diddy boy, he is promoting his ass off for the holiday season. He right? definitely is. Thank Diddy you, like, brother. Look, Thank you, brother. Love. Love. Shout yeah, brother shout love. Shout out to brother Diddy love. Diddy like, look, y'all on revolt. I donated hundred grand for change for change, so that means I'm going to interrupt this show whenever I want. I ain't mad at him. To bring Ciroc in. Hey, I ain't mad Lord at him. have mercy. All right, now shout out to revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Oh, and guess what today is? What? It's Hump Ho- Day? It's Hove's birthday. <laughs> Hove mix! That's what that means. Let me know your favorite Jay-Z joints right now. We'll get it on. It's the you Breakfast Club. You better get Club. my song right. Good morning.